0: Called on Hillary Clinton. I have called on Hillary Clinton to drop out of the race because she, she put our nation's security at extremely high risk with her careless use of a private email server. Lock her up, lock her up. you guys are good damn right you're exactly right there's nothing wrong with that and you know why and you know why you know why we're saying that we're saying that because if I a guy who knows this business if I did a tenth a tenth of what she did I would be in jail today So, so, Crooked Hillary Clinton, leave this race now.
1: How's that working out for you, General Michael Flynn? Welcome to The Wiretap, episode 23, Treason's Greetings. Hey, Chad, what's up, man? what's up welcome to the podcast what 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 do you have going on right now chad
2: i'm mobile i'm literally mobile i'm driving in my new my new car
1: what kind of car is
2: it it's a chevy spark ah and uh got a good deal from the dealer it's got leather seats nice seat warmers
1: Well, Uh, well merry christmas to you chad
2: that's right merry christmas to me thanks michael flynn
1: thanks michael flynn it's, uh... He bought me this car. Oh, that's
2: good. He called me <laughs> and he said, uh, make sure that you wear your seat belts. And lock your doors, and then he
0: tried to get me to lock start a your candle.
1: doors yeah. Lock your <laughs> doors.
2: That's what he wanted me to do. And I said,
1: <laughs>
2: "It's not the same thing, dude." And then that that was it. I'm so, they, he they is play. national
1: security advisor, so you want to make sure that you were very secure in your new car. Yes, yes, yes. it was. That was the case. It's, um, it's it, not to get Too far off topic. It's December fourth. Uh, this is the last podcast for the year. This is the end of season one. Unless, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Trump goes to jail. Yeah, we're we'll go, probably going to have to do a special episode um, once that occurs. Man, how big is Michael Flynn's flip as far as news of, of this development? I,
2: you know what? For a second, I didn't think you were going to say flip.
1: Oh, what do you think he was going to say?
2: I don't know. You were about to start off with how big is Michael Flynn, <laughs> and then you said flip. Yeah, and then I was like, "All right, well, we're this is the well, this is not the that's the, the kind uh, of
1: stuff that we talk about here." Yeah, We just We talk. We We just if this is your first episode, all we do all season long is is talk about what the size of the genitalia of the pol- pol- political people that we that we discuss. So. Nude
2: Gingrich is not a nude.
1: <laughs> not, not a nude. Nude Gingrich. <laughs> I'm going to read this from the, from the Washington Post. Michael Flynn may have just flipped on Trump and evidence that the president may have obstructed justice is mounting. For months, one important unanswered question has been why President Trump was so intent on protecting disgraced former national security advisor Michael Flynn. Since Trump is hardly known for looking out for anyone other than himself, The logical explanation has been that he's worried that Flynn knows something that could be damaging to Trump if he revealed it to prosecutors. Today, and that was December 1st, the first day of of Advent here, today we have what may be the most significant news in the story yet. Michael Flynn may have just flipped on Trump. Former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn pleaded guilty Friday to lying to the FBI about his contacts with Russian Ambassador Sergei Kislyak. And court records indicate he was acting under instructions from senior Trump transition officials in his dealings with the diplomat. That could have been Jared Kushner, by the way. That's what people are saying. Flynn's admission to the charge Friday in federal district court in D.C. could be an ominous sign for the White House. As Flynn is cooperating in the ongoing probe of possible coordination between Trump campaign and the Kremlin to influence the 2016 election. His plea revealed that he was in touch with senior Trump transition officials before and after his communications with Kislyak, rebutting the idea that he was a rogue operator. So every every single Trump supporter is calling Flynn a a Democrat. In fact, they said that he was an Obama advisor. And Obama had fired him, right? So, so now they're automatically doing the the what about Obama and Clinton regarding yeah. this. But you cannot deny this. You have to be in such denial to yeah. to believe that that Trump is is scot free from this. <laughs>
2: and you know, there's only one denial.
1: What's denial? What's the only denial? The river. Okay, put a pin in this question. Why did Flynn lie to the FBI? As a key member of the presidential transition, it might have been perfectly reasonable for him to be in communication with foreign governments about substantive matters that would affect the incoming administration. That's the line that they keep taking, providing it were coordinated with the outgoing administration. So what was Flynn trying to hide? So let's add this wrinkle from ABC News. Retired General Michael Flynn has promised quote, full cooperation in the special counsel's Russia investigation and, according to a confidant, is prepared to testify that Donald Trump directed him to make contact with the Russians. He had to retract that, though. He had to retract that.
2: Yeah, he had to retract that because that was not true. Ah. Yeah.
1: Initially as a way to work together to fight ISIS in Syria. A close confidant told ABC News that Flynn felt abandoned by Trump in recent weeks and told friends about the decision to make the plea deal within the last 24 hours as he grew increasingly concerned about crippling legal costs he would face if he continued c- to contest the charges. So it came he down to money. call
2: me anymore. Yeah, well, I <laughs> he not He didn't call me and wish me a happy Thanksgiving. It's like he doesn't
1: care. It's like he, do, he cares for only himself. These people are so delusional. Of course he's turning on you. Of course he, he, he's unreliable. He's a notorious shyster. He's been conning people his entire life. So, of course, he doesn't give... Like, the only he's only concerned about you uh, to the extent that you can do something for him. So, he's such
2: a dirty con that his name should be Connie Selica.
1: Yeah. Recall the backstory here. A few days after Trump took office, Flynn lied to the FBI about his contacts with the Russian ambassador. We know this because the then-acting Attorney General, Sally Yates, informed White House officials that Flynn had lied to the FBI, which Justice Department knew they were monitoring Kislyak's communications, and had therefore made himself vulnerable to blackmail. Yet for some reason, it took 18 days after the White House learned this information for Flynn to be fired. Trump specifically denied that he had directed Flynn to talk to the ambassador. And right after the firing, Trump not only began praising Flynn to the heavens in public, but also embarked on a behind-the-scenes campaign to get investigators to lay off of him, which led to him talking to Comey, which led to the Comey firing. It's like this guy cannot help himself. You know, Chad, he probably would have gotten away with it if he wasn't such an idiot.
2: And if it wasn't for those
1: damn kids... If it wasn't for those damn kids at the Washington Post... (laughs) Those I would have gotten away with madness. it too <laughs> if it wasn't for you, for you, the damn fake news. That'd be great if, 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 like, you're watching it. if you're watching like a Scooby Doo episode, and yeah. it's and, and, and it's always like a um, a realist a, a unscrupulous real estate developer, right? <laughs> that, yes. that, that that they yeah. find behind the mask and like, what if they caught him and he takes off the mask and he says fake news? <laughs> yeah, old That'd man Withers. Old man this old Withers. Time. This it's been old man Withers this whole time. So I'm going to read off the timeline uh, from the Washington Post. February 13th, Michael Flynn is fired from his post as national security advisor. February 14th, at the end of an Oval Office meeting, Trump tells everyone except then-FBI Director James Comey to leave. Comey testifies later that they were alone. The president told him that Flynn hadn't done anything wrong and that I hope you can see your way clear to letting this go, to letting Flynn go. He is a good guy. I hope you can let this go march trump makes separate requests of national security agency uh director mike rogers and national intelligence dan Coates that they declare publicly that there was no collusion between his campaign and russia which they declined to do according to people close to the two officials in addition to the request of coates and rogers senior white house officials sounded out top intelligence officials about the possibility of intervening directly with comey to encourage the fbi to drop its probe of michael flynn so this all adds up to obstruction of justice. And that's like the least of the charges. If he just gets obstruction of justice, it's not the full measure. The full measure is colluding with a foreign government, a hostile foreign go- government to subvert the election for his benefit. Man, it is looking really bad. We, we would, wouldn't have never imagined. In fact, Keith Olbermann just stopped making videos. He says it's over. It's done. And I love Keith. Every time Keith Overend had a resistance video, it was like, "Oh man!" Like, like he was just so eloquent. He just, he just stuck it to him. And he's like, "I'm done. There's, there's nothing else to do. There's no good option here for Trump. He's going to, he's not going to get away with things." What do you think, Chad? What are, what are, what, what are the, what are the possible outcomes here?
2: Well, I think you, you they still don't have enough against Trump, but. I do think that um, I think Jared Kushner's next. Yeah. I think Jared Kushner's next. And I think Michael Flynn is doing this to protect his, his son, Flynn Jr., because he did some shady stuff as well. So um, I think, you know, he's going to sing. And, uh, you know, I've talked to a couple of Republicans, nah, not Republicans, Trump supporters. And their answers are, well, let's just see what happens when it happens. Let's just wait and see. Nothing's done yet. You know, they said that before. I I, I got on the phone with them and I said, listen, you shitheads, I'm going to tell you, Trump is guilty as fuck. He's going to jail. He he is controlled by Russia. And they're like, wait a minute. Let's just wait and see. Let's just wait and see. Nobody's been arrested yet. And then Paul Manafort gets arrested. Oh, oh let's just see. Wait a minute. And Then Papadopoulos gets arrested, and he sinks. Oh, well, wow, that's nothing. He was barely a part of the campaign. Then yeah. it goes to, now Now it's Mike Flynn. Now
1: it's a former well, cabinet you know, member.
2: <laughs> yeah, and now they're like, well, you know, wait a minute there. You know, I'm not so sure, you know. And now saying, oh, I just want it to be over with. I just, I'm just, i tired of yeah, it. I I'm want sure, it to be over with. I'm
1: sure you want it to be over with. You're so damn wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's But that's it ain't called, over. It ain't yeah, over. That's called raw dog.
1: Raw dog. Oh. That they're,
2: they're getting the old raw dog politically right now.
1: Is, is that the term yeah. that kids throw around? <laughs> yeah, politically raw dog. It's, you're getting politically raw dog. Um, yeah, yeah, well, the, 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 and painfully. Well, I think that they're actually gonna, going to suffer under the GOP tax bill. A lot of, a lot of the tr- the Trump supporters are going to, like, you know... Yeah, re- but re- you know the what? They're so,
2: they're so dumb. And I'm not talking about Republicans. I'm talking about Trump supporters. They are so dumb that they're not educated enough to open uh, that tax plan and realize there's some bogus bullshit going on in that. And they're going to defend until, you know... They don't have to defend anymore. They'll keep talking. I'm going to be ordering uh, a uh, peppermint mocha from McDonald's right now. So keep going.
1: Okay, cool. I'm going to read this last paragraph from the Post article. But here's what we know as of now. Trump tried
0: know, very Dr. hard.
2: Hi, can I get a peppermint mocha large? I have uh, It'll be hot. Uh, no, hot and now? No, and now it'll be whole milk.
0: I'm sorry, would that be it? Yeah, that's, that's it. Just a large peppermint
1: mocha, so I don't think you anything. Okay,
2: thank you. Mick, thank no. you. No, okay. Wow. <laughs> All right, I'm going to tell you I,
1: right now. Hey, dude, now. dude can, can, can you do this for the episode? Can you please hit on the girl that, <laughs> that you just... Oh, <laughs> um, Hold on. Can you pull Louis C.K.? Huh? Yeah,
2: it's a large peppermint mocha with um,
1: hot oat milk.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's okay. Ice are cold. That's perfect.
1: You're such a pushover. Demand what you want, Chad. Okay. Did you get your your drink? Oh, thank you so much. You You, too. you, you, You child. Basic girl. Hold on. Are
2: you still Are you still doing it? Yeah. Where,
1: where no, you... no, I'm not. I, oh, you weren't listening? Oh, man. I, we, we were listening into every detail. You, did you have me on mute? <laughs> no, I just turned it down because oh, I don't want to do the same thing that I did <laughs> to you. Okay. When you after, were... after I finish this paragraph, I'm, we're going to go into a story. Trump tried very hard to shut down not just the Russia investigation in general, but the investigation of Flynn specifically. Not only did he fail, but now Flynn is cooperating with the Mueller investigation, Mueller investigation. Given all the crimes Flynn may have committed, Mueller would have only the sought the cooperation if Flynn had meaningful information to offer someone higher up than him. We're only beginning to get hints of what that information is and who it relates to. But I'm guessing Flynn has plenty of interesting stories to tell. Speaking of interesting stories, years ago... When I had Bluetooth, um... uh, no, I'm good. Thank you so much. You have a good night. You're so gracious, Chad. You're so gracious. I want gracious. to sleep
2: with you. Why?
1: <laughs> Chad, you're gonna go I down. Was... You're going down like Harvey Weinstein now.
2: I want to pour this hot mocha all over your body as it cools. <laughs> Not scalding hot. That would be abuse. But as it cools down,
1: oh, all bets man. are off.
2: Baby. Are you just All trying
1: right. to get Mike Cernovich to call us misogynistic so that he promotes our our, our podcast? Yeah. yeah. This is okay. the real enemy. Good luck with that. The opponent's right. free speech. Okay, you have to know we have a podcast. For... <laughs> well, somebody's <laughs> got to know. So, <laughs> so listen, so I had Bluetooth in uh, my now, well, actually, she was my wife at that point, um, Monica's car. And I was talking to Chad via Bluetooth. And I was it was late, and I had a gig, and I was hungry, so I went to the Jack-in-the-Box drive-thru in, in Glendale. And um, the uh, lady who was giving me my two tacos for 99 cents, uh, she uh, was of, of Hispanic origin, and so I had Chad on the Bluetooth, and I pulled up, and she asked, do you want any sauce for your tacos? And, and Chad said, can you put some, some, some sauce on my taco?" <laughs> and she totally heard. It was like full volume. And I just immediately like like the fastest I've ever moved was going towards that dial and turning him down. <laughs> I think I think I
2: think I said I have some sauce for your
1: taco. Some sauce for your taco?
2: <laughs> I think that's what it
1: was. Uh, I think, uh, uh, I think my we God. were not very nice to that point. No, lady. no, she the, the glare she gave me. It was like yeah. it wasn't me. I didn't. Obviously, it wasn't my words saying that. I I have asshole friends, but don't. Yeah. I felt really bad about that. She joined. She signed up for college that next day. Yeah, she's like she's, I'm getting out of this. I'm yeah, out of this she's situation.
2: working in Silicon Valley and being sexually harassed by men there.
1: So. <laughs> But she's making it's never. It's decent. not a happy ending for anybody. <laughs> life isn't a happy ending. Life isn't. A, life isn't. A, there's just, no safe space in life. In nice there's no trigger phone. warnings in life.
2: No, look, be happy enough that she got her college degree, moved on, made a decent living, and occasionally gets sexually her. harassed by twenty-two-year-old <laughs> punks.
1: Okay, Chad. So that I, aren't Antifa. So the gist of this is that. Mueller is not using Flynn because he wants to shoot down. He's shooting up. He's shooting up at, at a higher target. I know what then, that's like. And the only target that we can think of is is Trump. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you abandoning this whole political? Podcast no, thing? no, I'm is just. Is this a I'm precursor playing. for it's a first Christmas season?
2: Time, tape? man. It's Christmas. It's, time. It's, We're having a good time. Yes, it's the last time of the birth of the, of the baby
1: Jesus. Hey. <laughs>
2: We're members of the 700
1: club. Yeah. You're a member of the 700 club, man. I would just I would just hang out, man. You were uh, you were a member of the 250 club. Yeah, well, you were very generous with me.
2: <laughs> anyway, let's keep going. No, okay. this is the holidays, man. We could be jolly and happy.
1: Yes, uh, we booked sure... our
2: tickets to go see Star Wars Phil and I Yeah, man, that's, yeah,
1: we're going to see Star Wars and I'm, I'm actually really excited on the 16th. So mm-hmm. it's not good. that's not opening weekend, is it? yeah, it is. Oh, geez.
2: But we already have our seats booked. It's, uh, you know, they're all recliner chairs, and it's not like standing in line. We already have our seats and everything. Oh. So, so it's perfect. Um, remember last one we saw? There was a fire alarm in the middle of the thing right before oh, spoiler. Yeah, that's Aunt right. Solo died.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. I remember when we saw that. Yeah. So okay, let's finish up this Flynn thing. What do you yeah. what do you think is next? So you think Kushner's next? I think Kushner's next. I think Kushner is
2: probably if he's not already cooperating because he is a slimy dirtbag just like his dad is.
1: Well, that's so, not Well, okay. Oh yeah, he, his dad is a slimy. I thought you were talking about his father in law, but yeah, no, his, no. his, his, his dad. His is, dad's is, in jail. His dad's in jail from Chris Christie. That's if you wonder why Chris Christie didn't make it on the administration, it's because he put Jared Kushner's dad in jail. Yeah, And he, and it was like the one good thing that Chris Christie did that was not corrupt. You know? I was...
2: felt, you know what? It's a shame that Crispin Glover isn't the same age as Kushner because he would be a great Jared Kushner in a new, like, if they were going to make a movie. <laughs> we need to do a podcast just about casting a Donald Trump pick, like an Oliver Stone, Donald Trump. And we need the, call, the, the listeners to cast people because I think Crispin Glover would be a great Jared Kushner.
1: Chrisman Glover is such a weird dude. I love that yeah, guy. Well, yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, that would be fantastic. Anyway, I think, I think he's protecting his son. I think he is uh, going to sing as loud as possible. I think Trump knows it. Now, if you listen to Trump's attorney a couple months back, they said that what's happening now is absolute collusion. But then, now they're saying that the president is above collusion and it's not going to happen. Now, if you look at the old Richard Nixon interviews, he says that he's above the law as well. The parallels of Trump and Nixon are fascinating. If you look at the parallels, it's almost the exact same thing, except instead of Richard Nixon tapes, history is going to look back and the tweets that Donald Trump are, uh, had uh, are going to be the equivalent to the tapes of Jared uh, of uh, Richard Nixon because he indicted himself the other day. And yeah. he said that his attorney wrote it
1: for him. Yeah, what, what, what's that situation? Because Trump obviously did the tweet, right? It was obviously, right. it was no, obviously Kellyan- Trump did it. He does all Kellyan- his tweets.
2: Yeah, Kellyanne Conway. By the way, hey, McDonald's, this peppermint mocha doesn't taste like peppermint at
1: all. It tastes like coffee. Oh. It's very disappointing. You're just going to take them down, aren't you? Ruined by Christmas. Um, so
2: anyway, I think that um, I think that the, the situation is that uh, Kushner will will be next. That'll be fun to see because whose side is Ivanka going to take? Is she going to take the side of boyfriend number one or boyfriend number two? <laughs> you know, is it daddy or is it you know her cuckold of a husband? So we we don't know. Yeah, uh, but that'll be fun to watch and I hope it happens before Christmas so their Christmas is ruined.
1: Yeah. Well, it's a very un- unhappy Christmas for for the Trump family, I think at yeah. at, the, at, at this point. So like what was that conversation life like when when Trump's lawyer said, "You just admitted that you knew that in February that Flynn had committed a felony that he and he did nothing about it." Well, and Trump probably was probably like, Trump- like, like, like
2: Trump probably tweeted on the toilet, eating a Big Mac. Yeah, what is his meal? He eats
1: is McDonald's. He has has two two Big Macs and a fillet of fish. Two
2: fillet
1: fish. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. He can't deal with just one.
2: Is he just trying to kill himself
1: via McDonald's, dude?
2: How do you eat that kind of food and it not affect your brain and it not affect your ability (sighs) to eat? Like it's just gross. And you have the top chef in this country uh, that are serving you as White House chef, and you're asking for a full, fucking filet of fish? Like, that's disgusting. I've never eaten a filet of fish. You can't put breaded fish and a slice of, of Velveeta cheese on the top of it and think it's going to be good. I, like I, and mayonnaise, I was born in many
1: I was born and raised Catholic, man. Every Friday was Filet of Fish Friday during Lent. Really, I've never had one. Are they good? I don't know if you'd consider it good. What is anything McDonald's really good the... no um it, 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 it's 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 a filet of fish. I don't know how to describe it. It's just like a crispy like uh, fish square. It's like with how I imagine uh, a Krabby patty from uh, uh okay, yeah, from, all right that makes from sense from SpongeBob with, totally... <laughs> I get it yeah with with, 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 with taste. So President Trump's personal lawyer Said on Sunday that it was Quote my mistake that the president sent out a tweet About firing former national security advisor Michael Flynn prompting speculation that it Showed evidence of obstruction of justice Quote I'm out of The tweeting business I did not mean to Break break news Attorney John Dowd told Axios So is this John Dowd guy He's just taking the fall For the president What was that conversation like man It's like you're saying that well, I, 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 I that that I did something illegal that that I admitted that I knew. Oh, oh, you need to say that you tweeted for me. And he and what what was, what was his reaction to that?
2: Well, I'm sure this my um, the scenario. I think is there there's someone monitoring that Twitter 24 seven, mm-hmm. and he went to the John to take his uh, you know daily McDonald dump, <laughs> and he's sitting on Air Force One, uh, just clogging the toilet up. Uh, with with just cholesterol leakage and you know, whatever else and <clears throat> he comes out and you know, his lawyer's probably standing there saying what did you just do? He's like, what do you mean? And he's like, you just indicted yourself But he's like
1: what oh, I thought indict- you thought that I clogged the toilet. <laughs>
2: yeah. What does indict mean? I just had a filet of fish. That yeah. was it.
0: Yeah.
2: No, no, you indicted yourself, dude. You told everybody that the, uh, you know, that uh, Flynn lied to the FBI. Well, fix it. Okay, well, what do you want me to do? Say well, tell that- everybody that you tweeted. Me? Yeah, like- I didn't do that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, because because everybody gets a, a shot at his Twitter account. You think so? Everybody. No, he's for the, <laughs> sh- the biggest bunch of shit I've ever heard of in my life that, you know, that was the biggest lie. And it's the biggest bullshit.
1: Lie. I mean, like, OK, can we say Trump's biggest lie? Is there is there even he's he, he's not even a good liar. And his lies, they border on the delusional. They m- Many of them are like he was trying to invent a scenario where it wasn't him saying what the the Access Hollywood tape. And Billy Bush had to say, no, it was you, dude. He's like, yeah. oh, well, I guess then I can't, I, can't, I can't follow through with that. But he's just trying yeah. to cook up some sort of scenario of life. Like, I've been around delusional people, and it's scary. It's like they're, they have alternate realities that they exist in, and they change from time to, mood to mood, time to time. It's really weird. Yeah. You know, he tweeted, I had to fire General Flynn because he lied to the vice president and the FBI. He and has pled guilty knew, to, to those lies. No it's doubt. A, it's a shame because his actions during the transition were, were lawful. There was nothing to hide, he added. Okay, so if Mike Pence is going down, then we have Paul Ryan. But there's nobody good in that list. Have you looked at the that list of like... Oh,
2: yeah.
1: Orrin you know, Hatch. Orrin Hatch. Paul Ryan. President Hatch.
2: Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Paul Ryan will probably end up taking it, and he'll lose in 2020. Uh, and that's fine. You know, uh, this tax bill is going to ruin the Republicans.
1: Yeah. And so. Yeah, let's talk about about that that tax bill. I think that um, if it passes, it actually might be the line where you can clearly see a democracy turn into an oligarchy. That the the, the oligarchs that run this country, it was written by the lobbyists, the worst people. In in government, like you can't be a Republican who hates uh, the corruption of government and and look at a bill written by lobbyists as a good thing. It's to line their own pockets and to screw over the middle class.
2: Yeah. Well, and it's, it's to please the Koch brothers, because the Koch brothers are the ones that are really pushing this. and or, And they said you don't get campaign money if you can't pass this bill. And but here's the thing. It's now that it's passed, the House, the the Congress, and the Senate, it's got to go back to the Congress, it's got to go back to the Senate, it's got to go back and forth. They're going to negotiate the the rules of this tax agreement. And there are some publicans, like, again, Collins and Murkowski, who are going to come back, and I don't think they're going to vote for it. Mm -hmm. And I don't think, at the end of the day, Flake is going to vote for it either. So I think you're going to see the shutdown. Now, that doesn't mean that we can't uh, speak up and that we shouldn't be speaking up right now. There's no reason why we should not be uh, protesting this in the streets and calling and flooding people's offices. I mean,
1: there has to be constant pressure on these people. Uh, I I think that throughout history there's been a struggle between the aristocracy and the plebs. And you, you saw in Russia in the last uh, 100 years ago how that went. You see you see how an entire form of government gets subverted. You saw it during the French Revolution. You see how bad it can get when a small group of people acquire all of the resources, get greedy, and they do it at the expense of the entire working class of people. Yeah. It doesn't end well. It's short-sighted. Here's the benefit.
2: People are woken up now. They know what's going on. And the reality is that if you call your congressmen, you call your senators, and you call out of state, and you make your voice heard and you're vocal about it, you know, the the odds are this thing won't pass. And, you know, the, the Democrats need to continue to be out there. They need to speak up. They need to talk about how horrible it is, what the lobbyists did. It's crazy. There are – Cory Booker was live on Facebook, and he was going page by page, and one of the tax breaks that they gave were people that were living in the Sinai Peninsula. Uh, members of the uh, – you know, citizens of the United States were getting tax breaks from the Sinai Peninsula. Now, if someone could explain that to me, I'd be happy to understand that. And the other thing is all of the colleges are not exempt from this tax uh, plan. Except, Except for, for Betty DeVosses, yeah, I don't know if she went to that school. Or she just donates a lot to it, but that's the only school. And uh, one of the senators uh, was it Saturday night came out and said, "Okay, uh, I understand that you don't want these colleges to, you know, uh, benefit from this tax break. Why are we allowing one college to to be exempt? Let's have all of the colleges." And they put a motion in order. And all of the people voted against it except for the Democrats.
1: So it's, the soundtrack they, it's, playing in, in the Senate should be "Take the Money and Run." Mm-hmm. Don't take the money and run. They're just they're just lining their pockets and they're they're serving their masters. As long as it's not Werewolf in London, I hate that song. Yeah, the <laughs> there <sighs> it's
2: it's you know it's we've pathetic. talked about that before. Yeah, but you know, can you name another Warren Zevon song?
1: Um, you know, Warren Zevon, he wrote an album when he died called the wind. And it was like, it was recorded like at the same time that he, he was literally dying. It's a, it's a really interesting like documentary and all, all like, it was like very emotional. Like his wife was with him. It's like, all I could think about is werewolf of London and it, it, yeah. it hampered the, the seriousness of the documentary that I was watching. Yeah. So well,
2: like, you know, you go to a live concert. And you know that's the last song he's going to play. Just like the uh, Don McClain. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. You, know, American... you got to
2: sit through, You got to sit through two hours. Yeah. Before the day the music died.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And really, in all honesty, is that really the day the music died?
1: Yeah, I, I, I. I, doubt I mean, it.
2: Buddy Holly and Richie Valens and the Big Bopper. Like, really. You know, exactly.
1: like, like, I think we talked about this. Was the big bopper, like, a huge loss? <laughs> like, he was he was just, like, along for the ride. I think the helicopter, uh, like, yeah. like, we're like, going to it, it's, it's like
2: get hate mail. Well, in the newspaper, when they said that he died, everybody died, it was four members uh, or four people in the plane crash, including Richie Valens, Buddy Holly, and the, the pilot. They don't even, mention, they didn't even the they
1: didn't mention Like, did he have, like, a son called the Little Bopper that tried to, that tried yeah, to live no, on? No, he, he has a son. His name is
2: Fairbanks.
1: Fairbanks Bopper? Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: and we're going to get hate mail from Fairbanks. Oh, man. Oh, poor Fairbanks. We were so sorry for your loss. It's like a plane crash with, like, Bruno Mars, Lady Gaga, and Keisha. It, it's like, is that really the day the music died? Not, was like, not that we would really ever want that to happen, but well, yeah I, I like Bruno Mars, but yeah, but the only I reason the Bruno. plane would crash is because Keisha was drunk and she was right driving the airplane. That would be
2: that would be something. That would uh, be
1: something. That would be a thing.
2: All right, so yeah, so to wrap this up, tax plan bad, <laughs> tax plan bad, <laughs>
1: good, <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Turning, Merry Flint, Christmas eggnog egg with alcohol Bill
2: no. what is your least favorite Christmas song
1: My least favorite Christmas song Like when song. it
2: comes on the radio you can't stand it What is a
1: song that I'll give you mine but you give me yours first I really like Christmas music it's sad I actually really in, in enjoy Christmas music but um like um I kind of like hate that Do They Know It's Christmas what is that? Um, do they, they know? Yeah, feed is that what it, the world. Let <laughs> them know it's Christmas time. I was remember watching like a a, a pop up video. It's like most people in Africa don't know it's Christmas, nor do they care. They're usually Muslim. It's like, yeah, oh, that makes right. a lot of sense. <laughs> they don't know it's yeah. Christmas. <laughs> no. No, and, I think and, I, and it's, just the, it's the cheesy production, like it's so it, yeah. did, it didn't age well. What's what's your least favorite Christmas song? My least favorite Christmas song of all time
2: is Bruce Springsteen's uh, "Santa Claus is Coming to Town." Oh, yeah. I hate it. It's it's him talking to Clarence for a good five minutes. Hey Clarence. You've been a good boy this year? No. <laughs> oh, everybody else been good boys and girls? Not a lot of people. Yeah, nobody's
1: excited you're singing this Christmas song, Bruce. It, it, some... It's silly if it's live. You know, like like unless it's yeah. live, it doesn't make any sense that you're recording yourself talking, hey, how's everybody doing? <laughs> well, no, the is, that's the
2: thing. It is live and nobody gives a shit that he's singing a Christmas song. They want to hear you know, born in the USA, and they want to hear, you know, his good stuff. They don't want to hear him do it. And then the way he sings it is awful. Here, here it is.
0: Yeah, you're, you're just... Dude, I'm playing
1: it for you. Just listen. What? Why? Why? Oh, it's a Christmas. You oh, yeah.
0: All, you guys all been good and practicing real hard. Yeah. Clarence, you've been, you been rehearsing real hard now. So Santa, bring you a new saxophone, baby. Everybody out
1: there been good? Or what? Oh, that's not many. Not many, you guys. Are oh, God. Terrible.
2: Yeah, not many because nobody wants to hear you <laughs> nobody sing nobody that song. You better watch it. You better not cry. It's horrible. I hate it. Every time it comes on, I want to smash my radio.
1: <laughs> I would really like to be driving next to you when you smash a radio because Bruce Springsteen saying his stupid yeah. song. Yeah,
0: but yeah, that's no, probably my, you, you know what
1: what song I really like, and I'm almost like ashamed of it. Um, I don't want a lot for Christmas. Okay, yeah, well that's a
2: good Christmas. That's a guilty you know, pleasure, man. Yeah, well here's
1: it might the be thing, the thing best is- Christmas song.
2: That is the that is the most recent Christmas classic. I mean, if you think about all the Christmas songs,
1: all I want for Christmas old, is, you is, shit, is is right. Epic. Yeah. And uh, what about Grandma got run over by by a reindeer? I have conflicted I feelings about it.
2: Yeah, I, I hate that. I hate that one.
1: That, that one's kind I of hate, a shitty song.
2: I hate the. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Oh God. I hate that one. Yeah. No, there's, there's not a lot of uh, great Christmas songs. Like, the old classics I could deal with. Johnny Mathis, you don't get much better than him for Christmas music, I think. Burl, uh, Burl Ives, uh, Jimmy Durante, those old school, Bing Crosby, you know, yeah, those are great. I was, showing, I was showing
1: one of my students, like, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, like the jazzy changes. I was like, man, this is just, it's so good. The music yeah. isn't like this anymore, man. It's, it's just... Yeah. It just has, has the, the, these, these cool little changes, you know. It, it's clever. P- people put some thought into it. It's, it, it, it's harmonically interesting. It, it's just, it's not, a, they, they, don't, they don't make music like that anymore, man. It's, it's actually. I'm it, not a big, yeah, I'm not a big fan of uh, David Bowie and Bing Crosby's Little Drummer Boy either. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. That's, I don't even know that that existed. I just oh. got Apple Music. Um, put it in. Uh, David Bowie. And and Bing Crosby, yeah,
2: peace <laughs> on earth. It's really ridiculous. I'm so
1: excitedly typing this into my into my phone right now. Crosby, Bing Crosby steals a Nash. Yeah. <laughs> the
2: Crosby, the Crosby show.
1: The Crosby show. <laughs> That'd be terrible. He's like all drunk with his shirt off around his family. Just beating
2: his children. Is that what he's known for? Is beating his kids? <laughs>
0: that a lot, doesn't he? Um,
2: well, you gotta, you got to crank it up a little bit. I don't
0: know if the audience piano when he's not around. He's not around, is he? I can honestly say I haven't seen him, but come on in. Come here. We've
1: got another spoken word intro. Well,
0: yeah. Uh, oh, you're not the uh, poor relation from America, huh? <laughs> yeah, news sure travels fast, doesn't it? I'm Bing. Oh, I'm pleased to meet you. You're the one that sings, right? Well, right or wrong, I sing either way. Oh, well, I sing too.
2: Oh, right or wrong, I, I, I sing anything. either way. <laughs> but if, you stuff, you got, um, if you got a if problem you with it, fall, i got I a baseball mar- bat <laughs> with your name really on
1: it.
0: <laughs> but Tell me, uh, you ever listen to any of the older fellas? Oh, yeah, sure. I like uh, John Lennon and the other one with uh, Harry Nilsson. You go back that far, huh? Oh, yeah, I'm not as young as I look. <laughs> None of us is these days. In fact, I've got oh, a God.
1: this also. is like the worst conversation really that I, Yeah, no, I, well, it makes
2: you, you want to hate Christmas. Things the,
1: it's like yeah, you wish that if David Bowie Christmas met Bing Crosby, it wouldn't go like this. Oh, and it did. This was all off the top.
0: It's all What? I was just seeing if you're paying attention. <laughs> Actually, uh, our family do most of the things that other families do. We sing the same songs. Do you? I even have a go at White well, Christmas. You too, uh, And this one. This is my son's favorite. Do you know this one? Oh, I do indeed. It's a lovely thing.
1: <laughs> oh, God. What the hell is this? You got to hear it. Don't stop it now. Oh, God. I'm into deep. Yeah.
2: You got to hear the whole thing. You got to run through
1: it. Oh, no.
0: Oh
1: no! Do
0: it. Gifts we bring, rum-ba-bum-bum, rum-ba-bum-bum.
1: Oh no! I had to turn it off. I had to turn it off. That's 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 awful. That's silly. yeah. You know, Pete, you know, I was bummed that David Bowie died. That that really affected me. But I, I was one of the first people to say that. You know, not every song he did was good. No. Right? David Bowie had some misses. He had he had some. I mean, his highlight reel is like better than anybody's. But he he, he did a little bit too much exploration as far as styles and genres for, for my for my taste. But you know, dancing I mean. is
2: dancing in the street with Mick Jagger. Oh my
1: God! You ever watched the video of that with no words? It's, <laughs> it's, really, it's really it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> it's really uncomfortable. I'm 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 sorry that that they did that. Yeah. You know. Um, so man, dude, it's been a hell of a year, uh two thousand and seventeen. You, you and I decided to to launch this podcast, and we did it and, and like five people heard it and it was uh it was awesome, man. like it, it was actually a re- and now
2: and now six people.
1: now six people because Connor has yeah. to sit here and listen to it. <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, and man, you have
2: a new addition to your family?
1: Yeah, man. yeah, Ethan's here. so yeah. We moved, we moved to uh, Monrovia. Um,
2: I, I have a couple of subtractions from mine.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it all evens out in the end. Yeah. <laughs> you went through some drama, you know, that I, I don't know if you're, if you're you're at liberty to talk about. Maybe we can do that in the future. You went through some changes. We we, we went through some changes. But uh, one, yeah. one thing that's really good is that we got this off the ground and we got this going. And I felt like, and I've said this many times, like... I wanted to do something bigger than just ranting on Facebook about the things going on in this country that I love. And, um, you know, you're along for it, and and we're seeing all these things happening. And we don't know. There's still no light at the end of the tunnel, but it's like there's something. I mean, I I was very conflicted about Keith Olbermann signing off on the Resistance uh, videos because it's like, I'm done. He's done. It's like, is he done? I, I don't know. But, like... I think that we, we've seen a lot of changes in this country. I think that people have woken up. And I think that's the main thing, is that people have developed a, a sense that these things are important. Elections are important. The sovereignty of the nation is important. You know, And uh, I'm, I'm happy to have contributed my voice. If, if I have a voice, I've used it in protests rather than people who just prefer to stay silent because they don't want to talk about politics. They're afraid of alienating people or, or taking a stand on anything, and yeah. I don't. Th- I don't think it's the time to do that. I don't think it's the time to be silent about when you see things that are horrible happening right now, with whatever voice you have, be it you know even even the Facebook posts. Like like yeah, you have a podium. Share it. Share share your opinion. Share your thoughts. You know. Make sure yeah. that, that. And I felt like well, if I have access to something bigger, something that can articulate the thoughts more clearly, than, you know. Here we have it. And, and of course, you hijack it for your dick jokes. But, <laughs> I haven't you know, made any dick jokes yeah, today. Not today. Well, actually, today you have. I didn't...
2: Which what, what, what uh, dick yeah, jokes was I, no, uh, I I don't know. Yeah, there some, were no dick jokes were, today. <laughs> there were some inappropriate
1: jokes. Okay, that's what I meant.
2: I'll tell you what, right now, though, my reverse camera is not working, so... I might have to take this car back and figure out why the hell it's not oh, working. Oh, your reverse
1: camera's not working?
2: No, all of a sudden. It was working earlier. Now it's not. So Interesting. Uh,
1: interesting. You know what? I, I love my wife's reverse camera because when she's backing up, that's when I pull out my junk. Oh, <laughs> if we put it in, now who's making the dick joke now? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've done some yeah. terrible things to her reverse camera while she's back while she while she's backing up (laughs) she's just backing up she's just just shaking her head no 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 don't show me that (laughs) that's amazing yeah um yeah dude you got to get that reverse camera camera i didn't know you had a reverse camera man like i'm gonna have to hang out with you that's one of the the reasons i bought it so you don't have to turn your head
2: all of a sudden i but I've been messing with the car and its electronic system mm-hmm. for the last, like, half hour, yeah. 45 minutes. So, you know, I'm trying to figure it out. I'll, I'll figure it out by tomorrow.
1: Yeah, man. So, But it should be working. So, 2017, what's your impression of, of this year? How do you summarize 2017,
2: it? 2017? Yeah. Uh, politically, I think you've seen a lot of, well, I mean, look. I think uh, Time's person of the year is going to be man's sexual assault. I think that's going to be very interesting. Um, I think, you know, we have this kind of like covert revolution going on Yeah. with, with men, and I think that's a positive thing. Uh, I think, forward. you know, people um, are not afraid to speak up, and I think it'll be even bigger next year, and that's a good thing. Some of the other positives, like Super Tuesday this year, uh, we elected people who were uh, transgender. We elected uh, uh, the first uh, lesbian mayor of Seattle. All of those things are fantastic. Uh, I, you know, and people are woken up and people are running for office yeah. and people. You know, you, and
1: so, you know, when Obama took office, there was this big uproar from the right. And, you know, it was it was bubbling under the surface and. It it just seemed like a s- bunch of silly posturing, but like what ha- look what happens? Like the Tea Party ha- got momentum and they they came up in a wave, and we were all shocked when Donald Trump won. But like lo- it was nothing compared to what's happening right now. Right well, now, we're we're, we're we seeing a it. cultural like revolution. I call I once called it the second uh, civil American civil rights movement, and I don't think it's quite that, but it's something. It's it's something. We needed it to
2: lose in order to win. Yeah. That's what needed it's strange, to happen. Strange,
1: like we we, yeah. had, we had to see how bad it could get to see that that we as an American in or, in order for us not to lose our voice, we had to use our voice.
2: Yeah. So there's a and, lot of positive that, voice that have is, come is, out. The
1: president would would like to silence that voice in many cases. And if, yeah. it, if it's not in support of him, he he wants it silenced and that's not American. That's not that's not what America's about.
2: Yeah. Now, a lot of positives to come out this year. It wasn't all negative. There were a lot of people that didn't feel like they could speak up that I personally uh, have met throughout the year. And now they're leaders in their community and they're leaders uh, for a cause. And I think that's extremely beneficial. And I think as we get into the next year, it's going to get even bigger. And I think towards this time next year, you know, November with the elections, you know, happening, we uh, you know, one of my bold predictions of next year is Ted Cruz is going to lose his Senate chair. He's yeah. going to
1: lose his seat. He's made some really uh, bad decisions.
2: Yeah, and so I think, uh, you know, I think he's going to lose. The guy that's running against him is uh, legit, and his name is Beto or his name is Beto O'Rourke, oh. uh, and. And, and
1: Rand, dude. Randy Bryce is looking really positive uh, to, to take Ryan's seat. We don't have any polling numbers. It's going to be an uphill battle because of all no. the money that, that Ryan has. But I mean, he's getting a lot of support.
2: Yep. And I think the more, the more, like if the tax plan passes, it's only going to be a benefit. Uh, you know, and we could always fix the tax plan if we have a Democratic Senate. You know, or I'll just say the Democratic majority. Yeah. But, you know, um, I think there's good stuff that's going to happen as we go on. But, um, you know, I wouldn't have predicted it any other way. I think, you know, when we first started this, we said a couple of things are going to happen. Number one, Trump is going to try to pick a fight with North Korea. Number two, uh, Russia is heavily involved in the elections. And I still think that we're going to find out in 2018 that Russia hacked our voting booths uh, for both Democrats and Republicans, but majority Republicans. Yeah. And I think we're going to find that out as well. Mm-hmm. And when we find that out, the next stop is shutting Russia down, and that's going
1: to be a big deal. We'll have to figure out how we can do that from there. Yeah, that, that, but, that, that's a big problem to untangle.
2: Yeah, but that's I'm that. super stoked about it. It's going to be a great uh, year, and uh, we're going to see some really fun uh, things happen. It's a good year to be into politics, and, uh, you know, we'll wait and see what happens. Yeah, you, you know, know um, just, uh, my,
1: my, I guess my parting message for the, uh, the end of this first season of The Wiretap is, you know, I know that people have been so—we've we, been so bent out of shape, and it's, it's been exhausting keeping up with— Everything happening to this country and, you know, I, I think a lot of the intent on on the hands of the Trump administration was to tear this nation apart. But I think the opposite has happened. I think that we've become united. I think we've become stronger in opposition. And be heartened by that this Christmas season, listener. Well, that, and I think
2: that we people are more awake to the frauds and the phonies that are out there. Yeah. And there's no tolerance for it anymore
1: yeah I mean I think I think the entire nation had to be conned by a con man to, to learn wiser because I've been conned before I've I've dealt with sociopaths and I knew I know it when I see it I guess not enough people know it I think hopefully we know it and you can you can use that and you can take that with you into the, the future before you 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 get a raw deal again and right. I, I think that what we we can look forward to is uh, is on an individual basis, we're becoming more informed, wiser, stronger in every way and we'll see our way through this. And there's a community out there that understands your concern, that understands uh, the trouble that this uh this entire election from 2016 on through this year, this hell that this administration has been administering upon the American people, the attempts to silence your voice. You know, speak up, man, because that voice is under attack. You know, every time he shouts fake news, he's trying to discredit because you can't he's trying to discredit the the people that will hold him accountable because he, no one's ever held him accountable before. So un, un, understand this ab, above anything else. You cannot bend the nature of reality without it snapping back in your face. I don't believe that anybody gets away with anything. I think that you can run on for a long time. You can get. A certain certain amount of people A certain amount of times But I've never seen anybody get away with it scot-free And I don't think he's going to I really don't um, I, I, I think about that Johnny Cash song Sooner or later God will cut you down You can run on him for a long time Go and tell that, long, go and tell that exactly. No, not that one uh, Go and tell that long-tongued liar Go and tell that midnight rider Tell the rambler, the gambler that backbiter, sooner or later, God will cut you down. Sooner or later, God will cut you down. It's coming, man. It's it, it it the comeuppance, and and we all have to learn from it. You know, keep your family close, keep your friends close. Uh, celebrate that you still have them. Celebrate that we made it through this this year. There's more fighting to go, and uh, I hope that three more this...
2: years. If if all else so. fails, it, the first year is always the hardest.
1: Yeah. Well, you you know what um, I think we we have yet we can't predict how this is gonna go, but I'm heartened and I'm uh, I'm actually optimistic. Honestly, it, it's hard yeah. to be optimistic, but I'm actually optimistic that that there there's there's a future. I think you saw that in the last ma- uh, uh, midterm elections, Chad. Yeah. You know, there 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 there's a, um, there's reason to be heartened and and encouraged by what we're seeing here in this if country. If
2: everything went well all the time there would be no reason for hope
1: yeah and and that that's what i think what we learned last time is that i think that a, a large swath of people young younger people maybe that were called into a sense of security with obama uh didn't get involved enough and couldn't see the danger and now we know what the danger is and we know we what just got of. we gotta get the youth off of
2: the nut sack of bernie sanders
1: uh i'm i'm a i'm a sanders supporter man i'm sorry
2: Yeah. Well, Well, that's for another podcast.
1: Yeah. That's that's, yeah, we got to unpack that. And you know what? I've talked plenty about the the flaws of Hillary, man. I I get it. I I get why, why you wouldn't like Hillary, but say that you you can deal with your corrupt real estate agent or a absolute con man that's going to take you for everything that you have. What's the better choice? I don't know how you can choose the con man. Well, Hey man, uh, Thanks for doing this with me chad thanks for coming along for the ride i appreciate you brother
2: thanks for coming along the ride in my new car
1: yeah man i'll, I'll see you in a in, in, except
2: a, for the, the the horn sucks i'm gonna i'm gonna beat the horn you tell me if you hear it hold on hold on i gotta i gotta get by so nobody thinks i'm beeping at them i'm in long beach you can get shot for that hold on
1: <laughs> that's not tell good. I, you, you don't have to show me, me the it. horn <laughs> i'm right. not at the risk of your own hey! life <laughs> That's the weakest. Yeah. I don't. I don't think anybody would bother shooting you. <laughs> they might no. put you out of your misery. Beep. beep. Yeah, <laughs> that is a weak My, ass horn. Yeah, that is a weak yeah. ass horn.
2: It really is. It's very sad. It's the saddest horn ever. Yeah. But uh, you know, whatever. It's all good. So yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, everybody who's listening or not listening, have a good uh, holiday. Mm -hmm. Whether you are celebrating Hanukkah or Christmas or Kwanzaa or uh, whatever other holidays they have out there, um, enjoy and be safe and don't drive drunk. Uh, That would not be good. Uh, Be careful. And uh, that's it for me. That's all I got to say.
1: Yeah. So um, light the Hanukkah candle, sing the Christmas carol, bang the Kwanzaa drum, Whatever you want to do to celebrate. Uh, Thanks for listening to The Wiretap. Happy holidays. We love you out there. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you in 2018, if we're still here. All right. Bye. The Wiretap
2: is produced by Phil Romo and Chad Costello. Logo and artwork by Jasmine Michelle Designs. Recorded in Burbank, California.